Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pixel Talk. I'm Andrew, your thoughtful board game loving host. And this is Mia, your psychology obsessed co host. Adjust your headphones, get that gaming controller, because we're about to take a deep dive. Absolutely. Today we tackle the enigmatic world of Civilization VI. It's like chess on steroids, isn't it, Mia? You could say that. Civilization VI excels in strategic resource management, diplomacy, and, well, let's just say global dominance. Bringing to mind our games of chess, right? You always did have a knack for strategic dominance. Oh, the sweet taste of victory. Unlike chess, though, Civilization VI adds layers of complexity. You have a whole civilization at your disposal. That's true. Training soldiers, amusing citizens with art and drama, sending your warriors into war or negotiating peace. And let's not forget the terrains. You get to navigate through multiple geographies, all while trying to keep your balance on the tightrope of diplomacy. Right. Various terrains. A powerful rival might occupy that plateau you've been eyeing all game. Or that coastal city you need for your naval fleet. Anyway, we have an exciting show planned. We're going to analyze the strategic elements, discuss the narratives, and even bring in our special guest. Yes, indeed. Our guest this time will share some insider perspectives that would surely interest all our Civ 6 fans out there. So grab your coffee, take a seat, as we gear up to explore Civilization's Air. You know, I've always loved strategy games, and Civilization's Sick is in a league of its own. It's like high-stakes chess mixed with risk. You must see some interesting parallels between your love for chess and this game. Absolutely. I once thought nothing could top the strategic rigor of chess. Then Civ 6 came along. So what's the Chess-Civ 6 connection you see? Well, in chess, you're trying to outwit your opponent, making strategic moves to corner their king. In Civ 6, you're sprawling across an entire planet. It's all about strategic anticipation of your opponent's moves. But on a much larger scale. Exactly. And the complexity added through civilization building Alliances, wars, terrain strategies, all those components make it more lifelike. It's like navigating real-world diplomacy and war strategies. Plus, chess might not let you experience the thrill of launching an orbital bombardment on your opponent's city. Huh. I guess not. But it all boils down to the same thing. The tactical decisions that give you an edge, making the next smart move. So, despite their differences... Both games fuel that same passion for strategy and decision-making, right? Precisely. And that's what makes Civilization VI so irresistible for strategy game enthusiasts. Like a global chessboard with historical events and in-depth civilization development. Couldn't have put it better myself, Mia. Now that we've delved into the parallels between Civilization VI and chess, let's dive a little bit deeper into those basic elements you mentioned. The game does have a fascinating design, doesn't it? Absolutely. From the intricate mapping to the minutia of each individual leader's traits, the attention to detail is astonishing. Sounds like quite the immersive game. Can you walk us through how the civilizations, leaders, and districts work? Of course. Well, first off, the game does offer a ton of civilizations to choose from, each with its unique history, culture, and progression. A civilization comes complete with its own unique abilities, units, and structures that you can decide to build. Leaders are the faces of these civilizations. 
Strategic choices involve selecting leaders that complement specific gameplay styles, as each leader possesses distinct bonuses and penalties. Imagine them akin to your chess pieces, each with their own moves and capabilities. Sounds fascinating. If I understand it right, you get an opportunity to lead a civilization and make decisions just as a real-world leader would. You've hit the nail on the head. And speaking of making decisions, let's talk districts, which add another dimension to the game. This is where you decide what kind of civilization you want to build, focusing on trade, research, or military might, for example. I can see how that could make for some really interesting gameplay. And I'm sure, like in real-world civilizations, these choices must have some major repercussions down the line. You got it, Mia. The whole game is a giant, complex web of decisions and outcomes that reflect the civilization you're nurturing. From one more turn setups to full-out wars, Civ 6 gets you hooked right from the get-go. Sounds like we have the perfect person to dive deeper into the creation of Civilization 6. Our guest, Mark, from the development team, agreed to shed some light on how this intricate game came about. Hi, Mark. Great to have you here. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Mia. Exciting to join you and chat about the game we put so much love into. We're thrilled to have you, Mark. Let's dive right in. Can you tell us about the ideation behind Civilization 6? The game seems to have an impressively complex design. What inspired its creation? Well, you're right. The inception of Civilization series has always been about empowering players to build their own history. For Civ 6, we took it a step further by introducing the concept of districts. We wanted to emulate the real-world complexity of city planning, diplomacy, and resource management. It's like playing chess, isn't it? Every move leads to a ripple of consequences. How did you maintain a balance between complexity and player engagement? Great question, Andrew. It's definitely a very fine line. We aim to challenge the players, but at the same time we ensure that the complexity doesn't overwhelm. Testing, feedback, iteration, that's our secret sauce. You've brilliantly managed to make each civilization and leader unique. Was it tough bringing historical accuracy into the game? It sure was, Mia. We had immense respect for the histories we were dealing with, and the goal was to be as accurate as possible. To achieve that, we worked alongside with a team of historians and culture experts. The whole process was as enlightening for us as it is for the players. Fascinating. From leaders to districts to resources, Civilization VI indeed provides a fantastic and, dare I say, an educational experience. Now, Mark, let's stroll down memory lane back to the earlier versions of Civilization. How does Civilization VI evolve from its predecessors? Ah, the memories. Civilization has indeed come a long way since its inception. Civilization VI represents the pinnacle of that progression. We amplified the emphasis on strategy, player customization, and the non-linear path to victory. The district system, for instance, is a radical but fulfilling departure from the previous titles. That's amazing, Mark. I remember being engrossed in Civilization V and its gorgeous hexagonal tiles, but the introduction of districts in Civ VI added so much depth. It truly feels like shaping a civilization from scratch. I second that, Mia. Civilization VI, with its myriad of complexities in strategy and gameplay, 
makes me nostalgic yet appreciative of the evolution. The board game feel, the distinct visuals, they all stand out. Don't you agree, Mark? Absolutely, Andrew. Our intention was to accentuate the game's strategic depth while streamlining the processes for a more immersive experience. It seems we succeeded. I can attest to that. The way Civilization Sung delves into history, politics, and culture is astounding. You've done a remarkable job in capturing that essence, Mark. Thank you, Mia and Andrew. It was indeed a whole new challenge to represent the changing dynamics of human civilization. It's rewarding to see our efforts being recognized and enjoyed by players worldwide. Indeed, you and your team have navigated the path to success. The evolution from previous versions to Civilization VI leaves me awestruck. As a player and a fan, thank you for this masterpiece, Mark. Let's talk a bit more about one of the crowning jewels of Civilization VI. It's incredible resource management system. Would you agree, Andrew, that it's one of the game's key strategic elements? Without a doubt, Mia. Whether it's your population, land, or materials, the way you manage and distribute your resources can make or break your civilization. It's like playing an intricate chess game where each pawn, each move, matters. Exactly. From luxuries such as silk and diamonds that keep your citizens happy to strategic resources like iron or niter, every item in the game has its unique value. And balancing their supply and demand, that's where the true challenge lies. Let's not forget the fact that each resource also sets the stage for different scientific and cultural developments. If you've got wheat, you can kickstart the agricultural revolution, while access to iron can usher in an era of militarization. There's a level of complexity to it that I admire. Oh, absolutely, Andrew. And then there's the diplomacy system, which is nuanced on different levels. Navigating through global politics, making allies, or declaring wars. It's fascinating how you can create your own storyline. True that, Mia. I'm particularly thrilled by the World Congress system. Voting on resolutions, influencing other nations, it's like having the United Nations in a virtual world, right? Indeed. And it keeps the player engaged because they're always on their toes. Trading, negotiating, strategizing. It encapsulates the dynamic nature of politics at its finest. Civilization VI has certainly done a remarkable job with these mechanics. I completely agree, Mia. They've managed to ingeniously interweave resource management with diplomacy, crafting an intricate web of strategic possibilities. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned player, there's always something to explore and master. In shifting gears slightly, let's delve into another beautifully crafted aspect of Civilization VI, its music. Nothing sets the stage for an epic civilization-building adventure quite like a fitting soundtrack. Don't you agree, Mia? Oh, absolutely, Andrew. The music in Civilization VI is a character in its own right. It immerses you deeper into the game, acting as an emotional connection to the civilization you're building. I couldn't have put it better, Mia. And it's not just background music, is it? The developers paid great attention to the integration of music into the gameplay. Each civilization has its unique theme based on their real-world music, which evolves as the game progresses. And it's not just for aesthetics. It has functional value, too. Like the tribal drums that beat faster as barbarians near. Can you imagine playing chess without the clock ticking? 
It's that kind of urgency music creates here. That's a great point. I feel a sense of rhythm with the game, more synchronized thanks to the music. It actually doesn't just set the ambiance. It mirrors our actions, our decisions, bringing a liveliness to the game. Indeed, Andrew. And can we just take a moment to appreciate Christopher Tin's work on the game's theme, Sonio di Volare. It's not every day you see a game soundtrack winning a Grammy, right? Absolutely, Mia. Sonio di Volare is quite literally the sound of soaring dreams, a tribute to human aspiration. It captures the soul of what Civilization VI is all about. Bravo, Christopher Tin. Well, we have definitely been gushing over the music, but something tells me our listeners have a lot to say about Civilization VI, too. You might be onto something, Andrew. What do you say we bring in John? He's one of our loyal listeners and a diehard Civilization VI fan. Great idea. Over to you, John. Thanks, Andrew and Mia. I can't tell you how much joy Civilization VI has brought me. The gameplay is so intoxicating. One turn and you're hooked. That's what we've been hearing, John. But what, in your opinion, gives the game its replay value? Oh, definitely the unpredictability. Every decision you make, every civilization you face, it all leads to a unique experience. You learn, strategize, and adapt as you play more. That's an interesting perspective, John. So, you'd say the game constantly challenges you? Oh, absolutely. If chess taught strategic thinking, Civilization VI takes it up a notch. You're not just thinking about the next move, you're planning for the next era. Couldn't agree more, John. It's an insight into a civilization builder's mindset. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. It was great having you. The pleasure was all mine. Thanks for having me. There you have it. A fan's perspective. Showing us all why civilization sicking is more than just a game. That was quite the perspective, wasn't it, Mia? John's comparison of Civilization Sixings to chess sheds some light on how these games are not just about entertainment, but function as a mirror to our lives, reflecting real-world scenarios and systems. Absolutely, Andrew. And that reflection extends beyond merely the player's timeline. Civilization Sixit has managed to eminent itself into the broader landscape of popular culture and other media forms. Right, let's dig into that. Let's start with Hollywood. I remember the 2016 sci-fi film Passengers, which explicitly showed our main character playing Civilization. It gave a sense of familiarity to gamers watching the film. That's a perfect example, Andrew. And it doesn't stop at just movie references. The game's strategy-based mechanics, historical essence, and the way they educate players about civilizations it all influences the narrative of other video game franchises as well. Absolutely. The creation of games that educate while entertaining, in my opinion, is the Civilization series' most prominent cultural contribution. It carved out an entire genre of edutainment video games with actual substance. Well said, Andrew. Also, its world creation mechanic has fueled a narrative for sandbox games— it gave birth to a new era of user-created content and customization. Indeed, Civilization VI's influence is far-reaching and profound. It's fascinating how a game can shape the culture around it and inspire innovation in other media. What a magnificent era this is for creative expression. Now, Mia, here's an aspect we can't overlook about Civilization VI. It's educational elements. 
The game's historical aspect is a kind of classroom in disguise, wouldn't you say? Huh? I like that comparison, Andrew. Yes, it's like a fun crash course in world history, but the education extends beyond just facts and dates. It's the puzzling scenarios, unpredictable strategies that subtly paint a picture of international politics and diplomacy. Precisely, Mia. In a civilization game, it's almost as if you relive history, step into the shoes of leaders, shaping your civilization's growth. This immersion helps players grasp complex concepts bit by bit, round by round. Let's not forget how the game's mechanics impede a brute force strategy. It nudges you to develop diplomatic relations and consider the consequences of your actions to avoid unnecessary conflicts. Indeed, Mia. Such a model of diplomacy is as educational as it gets for both younger and older players. And remember, all this learning is happening while we're just engrossed in enjoying a game. And isn't that the best way to learn, Andrew? By getting so involved that you forget it's educational. That's the true victory of Civilization VI. Okay, this is the moment I've been waiting for all episode, Mia. Time for a bit of a surprise. Rather than just talking about the gameplay, the two of us are sharing our own experiences playing Civilization VI. Well, this is quite the curveball, Andrew. Fun to shift gears. I couldn't have expected it, but I love the idea. So, want to kick us off? Let's do this. All right, so I'm usually a careful player. For me, the game is a chess match, where every move matters. I remember playing as Queen Victoria, on a hill, surrounded by forests. The environment was stunning, and planning my city layout between the hills and forests was like solving a puzzle. Ah, the humble beginnings of your civilization. I can just picture it. Indeed. I soon found my humble city becoming a booming metropolis. Apart from city planning, the aspect that hooked me was the diplomacy. Having to negotiate, make concessions, and sometimes take a hard-line stance, it reminded me of the interactive discussions we have in class. The sensation of real repercussions for my actions was quite palpifying. Well, I approach it with a tad bit more aggression. I vouch for Cleopatra and relish higher productivity during the wonder building. The alternate history scenarios are quite entertaining. Once I built the Eiffel Tower in Cairo. Ah, Cleopatra and an Eiffel Tower in Cairo? That's truly an alternate history. Oh, absolutely. It makes Civilization VI genuinely delightful. However, my favorite component is the progression, the ebb and flow of eras, and experiencing the evolving complexity of relationships with city-states and rival civilizations. Mia, you've touched upon something very significant. The game does more than just entertain. It challenges us to think strategically, fostering problem-solving skills that can translate into the real world. Absolutely, Andrew. Just as you mentioned, it's not merely about building a civilization. It's about critical problem-solving. Even the way we structure our cities, manage our resources, and navigate diplomacy, all mirror real-life scenarios. Exactly. Civilization VI and teaches us lessons in economics, politics, and history in a way that's engaging and enjoyable. It's remarkable how much your actions in the game can resemble decision-making in life itself. Right. And the element of strategy, the anticipation of your opponent's moves, mirrors what we do daily. As a teacher, 
You must be able to predict and adapt to your students' needs and interests to effectively deliver your lessons, right? Couldn't put it better, Mia. It's fantastic how the game emulates such real-world scenarios, with an added sprinkle of imagination, of course. And let's not forget about the social implications. Through multiplayer mode, players can collaborate, compete, and learn to work as a team. These skills are incredibly vital in our modern, interconnected world. Truly, Civilization VI goes beyond being a game. It potentially molds us into smarter, more strategic individuals, wouldn't you agree? Without a doubt, Andrew. It's the beauty of gaming. It entertains, yes, but it also teaches and enlightens us in unexpected ways. You've captured that perfectly, Mia. Civilization VI isn't just a game. It's an experience. It challenges us, intrigues us, and above all, teaches us. I think that's the beauty of the game. It's so much more than a pastime. Absolutely, Andrew. We started our conversation with this intriguing world of Civilization VI in, delving into its mechanics, designs, and narratives. From the echoes of chess strategies in its gameplay to reflections of real-world problem-solving, the game is a testament to the evolution and depth of PC gaming. True. It summons our intellect at every stage while immersing us in an engaging narrative. Whether we talk about the strategic resource management or the intricate diplomatic relations, the way it incorporates these complexities is remarkable. Not to forget the transformative role of music in the game. It envelops players in the distinct vibe of their chosen civilization, enriching the player's experience manifolds. Exactly, Mia. And discussing such details with Mark gave us a new perspective on the game's conception. It's amazing how it has been designed to be exciting and educational simultaneously. A rare feat among PC games. Kind of like how delicious recipes manage to be healthful as well. It harnesses the explorative nature of games to familiarize us with history, politics, and more. But most importantly, it fosters skills like strategic thinking and problem-solving. Quite fitting for an English teacher and a psychology professor, isn't it? Absolutely, Andrew. It's been insightful exploring Civilization VI, a game that transcends its medium to be an embodiment of strategic brilliance and cultural diversity. It's been quite an enlightening journey so far, delving into Civilization VI, sharing our experiences and insights. Definitely, Andrew. But it certainly doesn't have to end here. Right you are, Mia. To all our listeners out there, your experiences are just as important, perhaps even more enlightening. We invite you to continue this conversation with us. Yes, do share your own unique journey with Civilization VI. Your strategies, your civilizations of choice, the thrilling successes, the heart-wrenching defeats. We'd love to hear it all. Imagine how exciting it would be to get a closer peek at the subtle intricacies that you've noticed, the personal connect you've developed with the game. That could spark some intriguing discussions, right, Mia? Oh, absolutely, Andrew. I'm sure our listeners, like us, have spent countless hours immersed in this brilliant world. The experiences they've garnered, the insights they've gleaned, can add an entirely new perspective to our exchange. So, gamers and enthusiasts alike, drop us a comment or two on our social media platforms. Let's keep the cycle of learning and exploring kicking. Allow Pixel Talk to become a bridge connecting us all through our shared love for PC games 
especially the ones as remarkable as Civilization VI. We look forward to reading your experiences and continuing this insightful dialogue beyond our podcast. Don't be shy. There's so much to learn, discover, and appreciate together. Remember, every move, every strategy, every game won or lost has a story to tell, and we are all ears. Until next time. Before we bid you goodbye, we've got something to tease your curiosity. We hope you're as excited as we are. Absolutely, Mia. We all know the world of PC games isn't limited to just one masterpiece. Oh, indeed, Andrew. And speaking of masterpieces, I think it's time we let our listeners in on what's coming up in the next episode of Pixel Talk. Are you ready for a sneak peek? Can you guess where our next journey is taking us? Think mystical lands, epic battles, and immersive storytelling. Any guesses, Mia? Hmm. Based on your description, Andrew, could it be... World of Warcraft? Intricate narratives, vibrant lore, complex gameplay. It's all there. Well, well. Mia, you've hit the bullseye. Yes, indeed. Next, we're traveling the surreal realm of Azeroth. We'll be diving into the captivating universe of World of Warcraft. Oh, I can hardly wait. From exploring relentless quests to examining the minutia of faction versus faction warfare, there's so much to unravel. Certainly, Mia. We'll be taking a deep dive not only into the game's mechanics, but also into the mythos that surrounds this grand narrative. Will our listeners be joining us? Yes, are you ready to accompany us on this epic adventure? Until then, keep your curiosity alive and your spirits high. May Azeroth await your arrival.